Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode, of course, to the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, well, over the weekend, we had a significant amount of Xbox controversy as well. There are no strangers to that. And it includes the game on the screen that you're watching right now. Obviously, Hi-Fi Rush is one of the stars of Xbox First Party. When you look back to 2023, it came out of nowhere. It was a shadow drop. It is by a Japanese company in the form of Tango Gameworks, which a lot of people didn't even know that they uh, they, they actually had. I mean, go figure, right? And it is a maybe considered a double A uh, with how much money went into it. But the truth of the matter is, is all you got to do is watch the screen in front of you. And for the next, you know, 90 minutes or so, we are going to specifically really dig our heels in the sand here and break down what happened over the weekend, what our hot takes are. Um, Web Dave is going to be with us a little bit later. He's got some things he's got go- that he's got going on, but he'll be joining us to give us his hot take. But we also have... Crispy Bomb and Fuzzy Belvedere here. I don't know if we're going to get Crazy Lou. Uh, we, we might get him as well. But we, I have a lot to say on this. I saw a lot of really hot takes. A shout out to Jez Corden of Windows Central, who wrote an incredible story, which we have on tap. Uh, Tim Dog out there uh, making some big, big statements that I kind of I have his tweet, you know, uh, ready to go. Clobriel. Uh, went on, well, a clobial rant regarding his personal distaste for the idea that this game in front of you would make it to any console outside of an Xbox and PC. Uh, I'm of two minds, uh, but I do want to be perfectly clear. We're going to be specifically talking about the Nintendo Xbox Connection. What I want to be crystal clear without a shadow of an effing doubt is that I, outside of contractual things that Microsoft has to do with Sony, can, you know, when it comes to Fallout 76 and ESO and Call of Duty going into the next decade, I do not want to see one piece of effing content make its way to PlayStation. Not one ip not one game that is an xbox exclusive for a multitude of reasons they're the market leader and on doing so they have committed some of the most heinous anti-consumer anti-competitive behavior we've ever seen and they're still strutting their shit okay right now whether you know it or you don't they're still feeding the ftc lies and garbage to try and block the ABK deal that was, I don't know, approved throughout the entire planet outside of the ridiculously run FTC by Lena Khan and the clown show known as United States government. Um, I want to be clear. Sony gets nothing. In fact, they wouldn't even get my sweat rag after I used it after working out. That's how much I don't. I, I, and again, it's not that I have a distaste for Sony. I have a PlayStation Five, but because they're the market leader, they are not entitled to shit. Nothing. This is a Nintendo conversation that we're about to have, 
and we're going to get into it. But before we break it all down and we start reading some of the tweets that are out there that kind of really raise some eyebrows, we got to get the introductions in, folks. And let's start with Crispy Bomb, who, of course, shows up because, well, this is a lot to talk about, and he's going to give you his crispy truth. Crispy, how you feeling, brother? Feeling pretty good. Did get up at 1 a.m., so, yeah. Uh, definitely on the, the back end of the day in, in my <laughs> eyes, but we definitely have a lot to talk about and I am completely with boom. Sony, you get nothing, yeah. nothing at all. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. I mean, market leader or not. And I saw a lot of PlayStation fans, the port begging over this weekend was nothing short of gross, embarrassing, and when I saw people trying to justify this move that were PlayStation, you know what I did? Mute, block. Because a lot of them were getting very froggy about when they were talking to other Xbox gamers. They're like, no, I don't, I don't think this is right. Because when, when you release Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales on an Xbox, maybe we can have a conversation. Until that happens, which it never will, because Sony is, well, they're the market leader for a reason. And they are very protective over their IPs. That goes for Nintendo as well. I was having quite a conversation this morning with Everborn Saga and Kay Asante. And Kay Asante is like, well, you know, we're going we're gonna to break down what he said. And, of course, we're going to talk about what Everborn said. Two, two separate. Me, I was kind of like just sitting back and watching. And I'll, I'll break down exactly where I fall on that, on that razor's edge. But uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, again, you know, look, whether it's good news, whether it's bad news, whether it's controversy, the one platform that is not being talked about in 2024 is playstation but it's xbox now again they say some bad news is good news when it comes to engagement i don't necessarily and i don't 100 agree with that but how was your weekend man welcome back oh weekend was great glad to be here with you guys man it never ceases to end um Xbox is on everybody's mind, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it is. So it's it's been uh, you know some ups and downs, but uh, I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll get some news here soon. But uh, man, got some strong opinions on this, and uh, can't wait to get into this. Well, you know what? Let's let's get into. I, I want to bring up um, a quote from Phil Spencer. This this was a quote that was running around, and it dates all the way back to March 11th of 2021. Uh, and uh, regarding exclusives, and he said this, but if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. And that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. Now, obviously, he's been interviewed many times before. And, well, you know, th there is... One of the things I think that um, kind of go by the wayside is how poorly their messaging can come off at times. Um, and, you know, we as Xbox fans, we would literally, Crispy Bomb, just told by, by, by the head of, of, of Microsoft Gaming, Phil Spencer, that exclusives are going to be are going to matter they're going to be a big part of what xbox does first they're proud that those games are launching an xbox game pass day and date and those exclusives are going to be exclusive they're not going third party he confirmed this just a couple of weeks ago right this was confirmed 
And then this comes out. Now, this all started, Crispy Bomb, with a, 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 a tweet from Nate the Hate. Now, obviously, he is an Xbox insider. Um, he has gotten a lot of things right. He's, he's also gotten some things wrong. Uh, but And again, I want this to be clear. He never specifically said it was going to be Hi-Fi Rush. Where that came from was a reset error user. Now, I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's something with a bunch of L's, I's, and O's. You know who I'm talking about. I don't want to butcher the name. If somebody can pronounce it for me in the chat, I will say it. But I don't want to sound like a boob. So you know exactly who I'm talking about. They specifically said Hi-Fi Rush. Now, there is a lot to dive into, Crispy Bomb. And before I let you unleash the dragon here, now, Joey Phantom Kraken on Twitter simply put out a tweet where he says, I 100% approve this message. Credits the Clobriel. So I have the Clobriel message in front of me. And it's long. It is a rant. It is as epic a rant as I've ever read from Clobriel. I will tell you this. He sounds disgusted. He sounds disappointed. He sounds upset. And I cannot blame him. This is what he said. Now, mind you, Crispy, I'm only going to read the first three paragraphs because, again, this thing is long. I will continue to read from it for conversation uh, purposes. And here's the first three paragraphs, Crispy. By all means, run with it when I'm done. And he says this. No one is saying you have to share or care for the concerns of Xbox fan that Xbox fans have. It's totally fine. But there are logical reasons not everyone is happy with this decision. And that has nothing to do with the plastic box or console wars or whatever. I'm tired of reading this. If you think this is about the console, you don't understand anything. A brand is an investment and uh, an ecosystem. It is defined by its games, by its library. And the moment you bring experiences to competitors, you give up a bit of that identity, potentially piece by piece. You'll actively take away value, reasons to get into the ecosystem in the first place. From here, it snowballs. You take away reasons to get into the ecosystem. Your ecosystem potentially shrinks. Your ecosystem potentially receives less third-party support. And suddenly, you as an Xbox gamer are directly affected by these decisions. You'll ignite a discussion or discussions when first-party games XY is coming to the competition. You'll inevitably, what you'll inevitable, uh, hurt, you'll, okay, you, he spelled it wrong. You, you, you'll, you'll hurt the value of your own brand, such as moves directly contradicting some of the statements you as a company have made in the past. Some that have already are already happening today. And here's the last paragraph. And you could tell he's raging because some of the stuff is just run on sentences. He goes, but it's awesome. More players get to play for Hi-Fi Rush. Again, you seem to fail to understand what the concerns are, uh, are about. Of course, more players playing more games is awesome. Anyone would agree with this. 
what what even is this kind of argument? Uh, it's also uh, it 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 also would be awesome if more players get to play Helldivers, Splatoon, God of War, or Mario. That's an obvious non-statement applicable to literally every game uh, ever, big or small. But there are good reasons none of these games are on Xbox. The point is, this is a one-way street. You won't see Nintendo or Sony experiences on an Xbox device or service, period. You can you cannibalize something that is unique to Xbox for more sales. Yes, you get more money short-term, but you'll lose other values which cannot easily be attached to numbers. And I think really, I mean, like I said, this this is a very long statement. I'm going to stop it there. Let's talk about it, Crispy, because he's he's on to something here. I think the longer, and I want this to be absolutely clear, this isn't a witch hunt. This podcast today is a bunch of grown friends hanging out with a bunch of grown gamers where we're going to have a conversation that is very pointed. There may be some passion. There may be some disagreements. But the truth of the matter is this. What he is saying, and he's right, and I'm talking about Clobriel, is that I do not see a world where you will get a Nintendo IP on an Xbox as a trade for this game. Like, I heard some people over the weekend talking about, well, what if it's going to be Bayonetta, you know, uh, 2 and 3 that were exclusive? I don't know where they're getting that from. Uh, That would be kind of cool. But the one thing that we do know about Nintendo is that they don't normally share their IP. Now, they don't own it. At least I don't think that they do. But I know that Bayonetta 2 and 3, were, especially 3, was exclusive. The next one is going to be exclusive to Nintendo. Now, I've also saw a lot of people talking about um, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3. Now, that was made exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. I own it. I own it. It's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal game. Fantastic follow-up to the first two that were available everywhere. That just so happens that Xbox now owns the rights to, and hopefully we can get those in backwards compatibility of some sorts with some upraised graphics. You will never see Sony do this. You won't see God of War. You won't see Spider-Man. The only reason why we currently get MLB the show on Xbox is because MLB told Sony, we are going to pull the license because your fans... Are not buying enough of this they would average two 2.3 2.4 million copies per game per season that wasn't enough money for the mlb they were going to pull the license and then sony had to bend the knee now it's everywhere is that going to happen with spider-man i i couldn't tell you i i, I honestly don't know i don't know if, if marvel would do that we know marvel's taking a lot of money but we don't know if they would do that crispy let's get into the crux of this your thoughts on the potential of Hi-Fi Rush going to the Nintendo Switch? Remember, this is the Switch conversation. This has nothing to do with PlayStation. I didn't. I again, this is just a Switch. What are your thoughts, man? You're not going to like this. Um, I, I look at Nintendo having the same feelings about. We're going to bring up Sony just for a second. 
Sure, sure. The same feelings about Sony as Xbox does. They try to take everything and give you nothing. Yep. And the one thing I'll say is I agree with the small part that says, hey, yeah, you should give us something for what we're giving you. But the problem Xbox has right now is that they want you to want their console because it is another realm into Game Pass. Game Pass is eventually going to become the exclusive. Okay. You already see that, you know, even at the cheapest prices possible, we are not even hitting the sales for consoles. Okay. It is it is only logical to build mindshare in some way, shape, or form. Could it be a Game Pass collection that is sold at, you know, maybe a slight discount or full price on some of these games that could run on the Switch? Now, Sony, we, we're not playing, okay? They're FTC, all that stuff. Like, Phil's not going to forget that. But Nintendo's quietly just been chilling. And they they've, you know... Obviously, you know, put money into with Microsoft for certain aspects. Could this be part of it? I don't know. Okay. All, all I'm going to say is in general, if you look at Hi-Fi Rush, this could be a major hit on Nintendo. And if you say like also available in Game Pass, little nuances, you know what I mean? If, if somebody only has a Switch, what there are plenty of people that do, if you say, hey, we have all these other games, and all you got to do is buy a Series S. You know what I mean? Like, if they start advertising, if they're able to advertise on Nintendo in some way, shape, or form, and that's the trade-off, I'm actually good with that. You know what I mean? Rather than getting in a game from them, Say, look, we just want to be able to advertise. When they boot up the game, you know what I mean? And then you could have one ad from Xbox on, on your Switch just because they downloaded or bought Hi-Fi Rush. And just start small. And that's small. I mean, you know, people argue, is it a double A? Is it a triple A? I don't know. Should have had more eyes on it than it actually got. I I, I would agree with that. It's It's one of those things. It's... Microsoft needs to build Mindshare. They're building it. I mean, everybody's talking about Xbox, even if they hate it. They still talk about Xbox. And it, and it cracks me up. And then you got, you got Sony fans. And I see them on, oh, yeah, we'll take that over here. Oh, now you will. Oh, now it ain't trash. Oh, I'm Yeah, there, there was you know a lot I mean? of begging. And there was a like, lot of begging over the weekend. Yeah. You no, know, I didn't see no Nintendo fans trashing the game. They're, like, they're probably like, oh, that, that looks pretty cool. Or they already have an Xbox. You know what I mean? But there's plenty that, you know, they're just Nintendo. That's it. But they don't sit there and and try to, you know, port bag. They don't try to do anything. They they get what they get. They purchase it at full price. They don't care. You know what I mean? So if, if even if it's just to start out with Hi-Fi Rush and say, hey, this game, it's it's Xbox. That's where it comes from. And they just get to put the Xbox Game Studios on Nintendo. I think that would be significant because it shows the the diversity. Blah, blah, losing my losing my voice here. 
diversity of what they are trying to do with Game Pass. And you can see that and you can understand it even if you don't have an Xbox or care about Xbox if you play that game on that console. I mean, he went on a very big rant, not usual from Clobral. Mm -hmm. I will say I agree with small parts of it, but I disagree wholeheartedly on others. You know, mindshare is not the same as what it was. How many people may have bought an Xbox because they played some of these games on PC? That is something that maybe should be shown. And maybe there's data there that we don't know about that Microsoft has. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. Uh, what could be the uh, what what would be the gain in this? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna round robin as folks. Listen, check this out. We we only got ninety minutes for this show. It's a relatively small show. We do have a guest joining us, Hargi Chani. What's up, brother? How hey. the heck are you? Listen, um, Fuzzy, we only have Hargeet for a few minutes. Or for no, no, bit. I can be here for a bit. So go ahead, okay, Fuzzy. So, yeah, all right. So, Fuzzy, listen, Fuzzy, I'm, I'm going to go to you, okay? Because, again, this is the, this was a, a a tweet from Joey Phantom or, or Joey Phantom Kraken. He actually took this from Reddit. This was the big rant from Clobriel, who normally is pretty well-reserved, right? Like, he's... He's that's a, that guy. You cut him. He's bleeding green. He's he's the equivalent, the German equivalent. Because I think he's from Germany, as a matter of fact. And Clobriel means toilet, which is the craziest thing. And I didn't know that until Boxenberger told me. He goes, you know what that means? I'm like, no, no, it means toilet. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I don't, I don't get it. But okay. So here's the thing. You cut him. He's he's the he is the uh, otherworldly uh, Tim Dog. Right, they, you, they, you, you, they're bookends, right? We have again. This is the, this is the quote we're dealing with with, with Clobriel, who I really do like. I, I and I, I could see why he's upset. We also got something from Tim Dog, which I'll read right before we go to Hargi Chani. That is very telling because Tim Dog is, you know, he he could he's well reserved as well. He he doesn't move against Xbox. It sounds like he kind of did. Uh, but let me continue, Fuzzy, with some of the quotes from this. This post on Reddit from Clobrio. He says this. There are too many cooks in the kitchen at Xbox. And Xbox wants to cook everywhere these days. I feel like the org itself doesn't really know what it wants to be. So, of course, they fail to communicate that properly to its audience. I'm a hardcore Xbox user. And there are days where I don't understand their strategy. There are decisions, uh, th their decisions, or, or or their decisions anymore. If I don't understand, how can they expect two billions of gamers to understand them? Xbox already is both first and third party publishers today, and I think people will need to get used to that on the latter becoming even more prominent at Xbox. And he says, um, if you try to serve everyone you'll end up serving no one. And he said, and, and in closing, he goes, at the end of the day, this is still just a rumor. Xbox hasn't done anything yet. So we all, so all of this talk is just theory uh, in theory, um, just to keep that in mind. I know some very amazing things happening to Xbox users this year, including one larger surprise the biggest challenge Xbox faces is themselves. 
I mean, look, uh, I, I'm not like I said. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Clobriel's work. That guy is like he's one of the top dudes I go to. Like when it comes to following on Twitter, he's consistently giving us updates on everything. He sounds he sounds you know pretty upset. Uh, yeah. What what are your takes on this, man? Well, I'll, I'll start off with the business end of things. Um, from a business standpoint, it seems to make sense. I mean, we heard from Jeff Grubb a while back that it was it underperformed, and you know, Aaron Greenberg came out and said that's not the metric um, as far as financial is the metric that they really you know follow. But I'm pretty sure there were some bean counters back there that were like, yeah, we didn't sell enough copies. Let's see if we can you know sell some copies elsewhere. And from the business standpoint, it kind of makes sense to put it on Switch. A lot of people said, hey, this looks more like a game from Nintendo and, and things along those lines. But there's other aspects that may help them down the road. But my my personal view is if if they're not putting like a game pass, a curated game pass that's only their first party on the Switch, don't put this on the Switch. If you're... R&D team is already working on a handheld and has been doing so for the past few years. Just come out with a handheld and this will be your perfect game to launch with it, like a, a pack-in. Yeah. The, the biggest problem I've always seen with Xbox is that while Master Chief is a great mascot for the brand, you got to nurture some of your other mascots, some of the, the things that are going to be the future of the brand. And this is a perfect game where you have likable characters and a engaging story to, to boot that if you're putting it elsewhere, sure, you might get some sales, but in the grand scheme of things, you'll never find Mario on another brand. Now, sure, we have Crash Bandicoot as, you know, one of the, the mascots that we have, and Sony chose not to pay Activision the money to keep it. But in, in all in all, you want to have mascots that appeal not just to your older fan base, but maybe even to your younger fan base. And I think putting it elsewhere dilutes that importance for that brand like for me nothing makes sense like like i guess the best way to put it would be like okay toyota and bmw came out with the supra and i guess it was the z4 which they're using the same chassis but in the grand scheme of things i don't feel that as many people are probably buying the z4 if it was all bmw engineered and probably not as many, you know, Toyota loyalists are buying the Supra. Well, then again, dealer markup is probably another big factor, but they're not buying it quite the same like they would have, you know, the one from the 90s. So times where collaborations work, something you had mentioned behind the scenes, and I'll, I'll let you talk on that more, but some collaborations would work. And if there was some sort of exchange program, which we, we all know it wouldn't be Mario, but maybe F099 or something along those lines would make sense to do some sort of exchange program. But if there's no exchange program and you're not putting it on as part of the curated game pass for first party only, mm -hmm. then you're going against the same things that you said before. And then you're having these same conversations come up every time. And it may not seem like a big deal. I'm pretty sure these C level executives have better things to do with their time than to answer questions. But one thing I've praised them uh, over the past year is that they've been quick to dispel FUD. Like they yes. would, you know, say something within 24 to 48 hours if it was completely untrue. And the fact that they're silent now, well, there's obviously some truth to this. Well, I won't say obviously, but it, it leans more towards it, their being yeah. 
some yeah. some bit of truth in this. And with that being said, now every game comes in question. And yes, if you're trying to appeal to other people to bring them into the brand, and or they could just wait until it comes to their platform. You're you're not doing yourself justice as far as probably bringing people into the ecosystem. Like I could see this going to like Game Pass Mobile, which mobile the only real thing it comes down to is the mobile store, uh, as opposed to the brand. It's not like Samsung phones only get certain games and iPhones only get certain games, or or actually I guess now they can only certain phones can play certain games. But in the grand scheme of things, I would say this would be your your you know lead game to have for mobile. Add touch controls if they don't already have that for uh, you know X Cloud, and and make that your lead for the mobile store along with Candy Crush and, and a bunch of other ones that you have in the tuck. But it it just feels weird that they will you know reward Nintendo, which I I watched King David uh, yesterday and he had some <laughs> great points. Give him a taste. He has some fantastic and, points. Yeah, and, and maybe they'll they'll come over. But it's like it seems like they've been constantly doing this give them a taste like Ori didn't really garner anything over on our end. And sure. Ori was kind of like a third party or second party type of game. But I, I, I think if you really want to, you know, make some inroads into the market share, giving your stuff away or making it for the streets, as some people would say, is not the way to go about doing that. Like if you want to compete on the handheld uh, end of things, focus on your handheld, or whatever the next gen might be, if it's a yeah. handheld as well, and have that as some of the lead software. If there's already a handheld out there and they're not willing to put Game Pass on it, well, then they're not getting the games. That that would make sense to me. But then again, I'm not a CEO. I'm not making seven or eight figures, you know, making decisions for these companies. But it, it just feels weird that they now, you know, this is another one of those rumors where, What's the next game that's going to be a question mark? Is it going to be that's, South of Midnight? That's the problem. Yes, that is the problem. Because I think what it ultimately does is it opens Pandora's box to every time a game comes out, is it go you, you'll never escape the questions. Mm -hmm. Like you'll never escape the questions. No matter what game comes out, Clockwork Revolution, is that going to PlayStation? Is that going to Nintendo Switch? Uh it, it could it could be a, 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 a bevy of games. Yeah. To, like, to take your choice. Anything, I would have hoped that Phil learned from the Tomb Raider incident where. Be clear with your messaging, dude. Yeah. Just make sure you specify, hey, if it's a game that's not in the AAA space and it doesn't sell 10 million copies, there's a chance it might wind up elsewhere. Put that out there. I don't, I, you know, at least have it where. You encourage your fan base maybe to make more purchases at that point. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it just feels weird that we, we're still having this conversation, you know, three, four years into the generation. And it's going to continue, especially if this if the particular game in question, Hi-Fi Rush, is one of those that winds up on the Switch. They're never going to hear the end of it. And then every no. move they make will be a question mark. Well, just wait it out. Don't bother buying it or subscribing. It will eventually come to the platform that you prefer anyway. So I don't know. It's just, it, it's frustrating. Mind but share, I the gentlemen. Mind yeah, share. My, yeah. I, I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I mean, this is one of those things where you say, would they rather not have anything being talked about or would they rather have it being talked about? And that's the thing that you should think about. Cause that's the way I'm thinking. 
I mean, again, I, I was very clear in the in my opening. Sony gets ugats, ladies and gentlemen. They get nothing. I don't care how big of a paycheck they want or how much money Microsoft could make. If it is an Xbox exclusive, you give Sony nothing because Sony is right now, right now, trying to feed the FTC uh, garbage to try and get uh, the, the ABK deal blocked. They're still fighting it, FYI. So I hope that uh, that that they keep an eye on that and be like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't play nice once this thing is done. It's it's getting a, it's getting a little ridiculous. But Hargi Chani, before I bring you in, I want to read you a few things. But I, I got to catch up on the super chats. We have Sir X Men who drops the first super chat of the day of five dollars, and he says, Sony, if you treat the future king like crap, he doesn't have to give you nothing. Nintendo and Microsoft treat each other with respect. Sony, stop begging. Uh, Sir X-Man drops an additional $2 Super Chat and says, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 back compat on disc on Xbox. Yes, it certainly is. Uh, I have both discs. I like I said, I'd love for that to get some enhancements of sorts. Uh, and uh, maybe Ultimate Alliance 3 is that trade of one another. Like I said, Nintendo normally doesn't trade. Nintendo, I mean, look what happened with 007 with, with, with GoldenEye. You didn't even get an online mode for the Xbox version. I mean, are we kidding me? But you can get you you got an online version for the Switch? Like for real? That does their online even actually work? Like I I, I like the games <laughs> they put in there, but I'm just saying, I mean, you're not playing multiplayer on the Switch. You're just not. I, I'm sorry. It's 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 just not. Um El Monte drops a very generous 10. Dollar super chat and says Moonsta- uh, morning boomstick and panel. I don't agree with Xbox games going to any other platform. They don't share their IPs, so why should Microsoft? They already gave up Ori to Nintendo for nothing. Just saying. Now the the Ori thing came at the request of the developer. Hey, listen, we we want to make some more money. Can we go over there? And and, and Microsoft like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. You know, the game is old, and I'm sure it did very well for them which is why their next game isn't an Xbox exclusive. It's on multi-plat, so they continue to make money here, there, and everywhere. And that's fine. Um, this, on the other hand, I don't know. I, 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 I Again, I, I have two sides of the coin. We will get to that when we round robin and bring everyone back in here. Hargit, I want to read you something from Tim Dog. Now, this is um, – he is responding to Jez Corden of Windows Central, great friend of this program, great friend of this community. And Jess says this, the real issue with Xbox games maybe going to Nintendo Switch or whatever else is the fact that, you know, Nintendo, etc. would never bring their content to Xbox. I get the business rationale selling software, uh, etc., but it's just inconsistent to do it occasionally. Why not then do everything? Now, I want to go back to uh, Tim Dog's very... Very pointed opinion here, folks. And again, I know that he can be unhinged at times, but but he's a passionate Xbox guy. That's that that's a passionate uh, player, right? This is what Tim Dog had to say. Check this out, folks. He says, "I agree. Xbox is all over the place with this, but it's everything. Uh, but but if it's everything, it's a ghost town. In reality." They are probably actively working on a sequel, and this uh, and this in their idea is a way of getting the game to more eyes 
for more players, for more success in the future. That's fine. But you have to communicate this to fans. Otherwise, you risk once again a PR nightmare. Xbox is at the point where only they, in parentheses, can mess this up. And yes, here we are. I will tell you this. If games like Starfield go to PlayStation 5, even I will haul ass out of here. I think as tone deaf as Xbox seems it can be at times, I know that they know they can't do this. Hargeet Chani, um, this raged on all weekend. And again, <laughs> I know that this is a rumor. It's from Nate the Hate. It was it was semi-confirmed by a person on Reset Era with a lot of L's, O's, and I's. I don't know how to pronounce it. Whatever it is, they are apparently two prominent leakers with things. They've gotten a lot of things right. They've also gotten some things wrong. And, of course, Jez Corden came in on uh, you know, over the weekend and, and had some things to say as well. What, what are your thoughts on this, man? This is Xbox, right? Like, good, good. And then they walk into the rake and hit themselves on the head. It's over and over again. Yeah. And frankly, I'm sick of it. Like, there's just, it's always self-inflicted. There's no reason for this. There's just no reason. It, you know, it's, this isn't Sony needing PlayStation to make money for them. It's Microsoft. They've got more money than God. They really do not need to do anything here. They just bought ABK. They're going to make billions in profit every quarter. Why do they need to do this? If you want exposure, you're already on the biggest platform, Windows, which has billions of players. There's just no reason for this. Yep. There's just none. Yeah. So what is the point? So now I hear it's on Nintendo. Then suddenly it'll be, oh, it's on PlayStation 2. Because this is what they do. And I'm just sick of it. I don't even want to hear this. Like, mm -hmm. if Phil is listening, just stop. Enough. Right. We, yeah. we went through the worst generation with Xbox One, stayed loyal to your platform. This is our freaking generation where you right. finally have the games, you finally have a platform, and we get to enjoy it. And then you just say, well, the first exclusive you got, new IP, we're going to take that and not make it exclusive. Why? Yeah. What is the point? Why do this? Oh, we want to expose it for the next. No, I don't care. I don't even want to hear any more excuses. All right. Stop running into the rake every freaking time. You get good news, good news, and then thump. Why? Just yeah. stop. And then they if have to reset, right? Then they have to reset yeah, back like, to gaining yeah, the trust why? of the people. And then, yeah, and then we're no. back to like months and months of wait for the next good thing. We now have to deal with the red fall again. 2022, no games. Like, come on. It's just like, stop. We finally get a year where we're like, dude, we're going to get all these games. Oh, but we don't know if they're going to be exclusive anymore. Like, just, just stop. Seriously. Because then, you know, it's going to be every game that isn't massive. Is it going to be exclusive? I put yes, Blade yeah, behind. Was, uh, yeah. Can you guarantee mm -hmm. that's going to be exclusive? Because I can't guarantee it's going to be exclusive. Like, th this just should not be a question mark. You came out and said when you bought Bethesda, this is about great exclusive games coming to platforms where Game Pass exists. Is Game Pass on Nintendo? Have you announced that? I haven't seen any announcement. So why the heck am I seeing that this game is... I I'm just sick of it. 
You tell me Mario Mario Wonder comes to Xbox, fine. You can get, put this game there. Until then, right. shut up. I'm just I just don't even want to hear it anymore. Like this just should not even be a thing. I don't want to hear you need money because that's bullshit. That would be a lie. Yeah, that's I agree. bullshit. You're gonna make yeah. billions in profit. You do not need money. This is not about money. You're you're Microsoft that literally has hundreds of billions in the bank. I'm not hearing that. It's not about money. So what is it about? It's about kumbaya, and I just don't care. Right. Like th this is a business where there are platforms that have exclusives. If you want to be in that business, then be in that business. You need to have your exclusives. I need to know that when you have first party freaking studios, they're making games for my platform. Yeah. Not for the other people's platforms. I understand, you know, like people are trying to be nice about it and say, oh, it's only on Nintendo. Well, I'm sorry. Isn't Nintendo Switch 2 going to be able to do what the Series S can? If it can, then it's a bloody competitor. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm just I'm just really sick of all the baloney that I keep hearing from them. Stop the thuds. I, I just want like two years of continuous good news. Can you do that? Can, can you do that? Because it's not externalities that do this to you. It's you. You do it to yourself. I'm just done with it. Like, stop. Either you're going to have a platform or you're not. If you're going third party, then just bloody say it. You're third party, right? If you're going to be th the fine. But that means the end of the console because that's what it means. So pick one. You're either a, a, an actual first party platform or you're third party. And I don't care that you want to have one, two, three, four games on Nintendo. Nintendo is your competitor. Believe it or not, they really are your competitor. Yeah. The next one's going to be, well, this game would be good on PlayStation. I don't want to hear it. I, I'm just, I'm done with it. Like, I, So this just needs to just stop happening. I hope they just realize from the pushback, this is just a wrong decision. Stop it. Is. it. Just stop Look, it. <laughs> I want to, I want to, now I'm going to go in reverse order because I, I, I have, again, this is just the other side <laughs> of the coin, right? Um. We know Sony would never give up anything. And like I said in the opening, I don't think after what Sony <coughs> had done during ABK, what they continue to do with the FTC, they got to be put on the pain of mind list. I'm sorry. There, there is no room for kumbaya shenanigans. <laughs> yep. They are still trying to block this deal. They are trying to hurt your bottom line. You need to go... Who is Sony and what do they want? I'm not taking their calls. That's what needs to happen moving forward. This conversation has nothing to do with Sony. Sony gets nothing and they will never get any outside of what's contractual. They will get nothing because they will give you nothing. Now, I want to move this over to Nintendo. And like I said, this is the flip of the coin here. I was talking with the Kaysante. He seems to think... Hargeet, there's absolutely no way, no way whatsoever that as smart as Phil Spencer, Sarah Bond, Matt Booty, and the team are, these are all C-level executives, they understand the fan base. As a matter mm -hmm. of fact, I don't think I've seen a day in the since she was announced as president, Sarah Bond has not been on Twitter talking to the peoples, which is amazing, right? So they understand that a lot of us are pissed and we don't want no part of this, right? But Kaya Sante seems to think 
that there's absolutely no way that they would be getting nothing for this game. As look, look on the screen, folks. This is going. This is a hit. This is an Xbox only hit. I can guarantee you they're working on a sequel. I can guarantee you that there's talk with different animation companies to make this either into a, a feature film or an animated of uh, a cartoon somewhere. There's a the potential for toys and all kinds of stuff. The characters, every one of them in this game is endearing. And Chai is on another level of endearingment, right? So I suggested, and, and of course, I'm going to get to what Everborn Saga had to say, because he was a lot, there were a lot of Fs in his conversation and a, and a big old, absolutely not. This got to stay where it is. I don't give an F, right? I'll, I'll say that. What if, and this is the only, again, I'm, I'm, this, I'm a stand, folks. I'm a stand for Banjo-Kazooie. What if the deal to get this on Switch was that the next Banjo-Kazooie was going to be made by Nintendo and dual released both on Switch and Xbox at the same time, running exactly the same. No one gets any better. It's 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 there because, like I said, again, it's a complete ridiculous out of left field theory. But that is the only way I sign off on this. If Microsoft or Xbox, we the gamers are getting something so magnificent in return that I can be like, OK, I, I'll sign I'll I'll sign on to this deal. <laughs> I know it's 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 far fetched, but I wanted to kind of just turn the coin for a second because I'm with you, Hargi. I'm sorry. This game is too special to go anywhere from where it's available. And yeah. I, 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 and I know some people are like, oh, boom, you're gatekeeping. Yes, yep. I am. Yes. Because everyone <laughs> else gatekeeps. And I, exactly. I was actually having this conversation. We have a uh, – I'm in two DMs that are amazing, right? Uh, one is the Xbox Factor podcast, which has ridiculous amounts of people, both current and former – members of the podcast as well as a gaming news one which again is amazing and we were all going back and forth and there were a lot of really great points and i sat on it over the weekend and i said you know i'm i'm gonna draw the line in the sand here and say i don't want to see this on, on on switch i know it would be big i i could tell you right now if this thing you know you know where this would launch hargeet this would be a launch title for the switch too yeah. there is no doubt that this would be a launch to a launch title for the Switch 2. And do you know what's crazy? It would probably sell gangbuster numbers because look at it, folks. Look at the game. It is a masterclass achievement by Tango Gameworks. But I am sorry. I'm going to I'm going to close the borders here. I'm going to <laughs> dig the moat. This is an Xbox game. It's special. The question that I saw a lot of people asking is why when they get something special, does it automatically have to go somewhere else? Why can't they reap the rewards exactly. of this being special? What are your exactly. thoughts on the Banjo-Kazooie theory? I know, folks, it's ridiculous. It is preposterous, <clears throat> and it's no way that it's true. But I just wanted to turn the coin. What if Microsoft, or I keep saying Microsoft, Xbox, us, gamers, the millions and millions of people that play the console day in and day out, we're getting something as special as this game as a return from Nintendo. Would it then be okay or no? 
<laughs> so I don't think Nintendo would make a Banjo Kazooie. That's just my guess. And and okay. you know, as far as uh, Banjo, like they have plenty of studios now with ABK that can go make a Banjo game. And as I understand, well, Toys it, for Bob is all the all the automatic one. Yeah, and and as I understand it, it's already in development, right? Because there's supposedly yes. a, a yes. rumor that it's in, been in development since uh, late last year. Is that correct? Yes, late last year, and, and that came the way of ecstasies. Okay, of, and, uh, he's, and he's, yeah, he's a Spanish uh, from from Madrid, Spain. He's a Spanish YouTuber. I know him. He's amazing. And, and what happened late last year? ABK was acquired. Yes, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I would. I would very much expect it's a first party Activision studio that's making that game. Uh, and and that's where I expect it to be. I I don't I don't think it's going to be Nintendo making it. Um, and look, it, Banjo is a freaking IP that Microsoft owns because of Rare, right? So uh, no, if if they're going to get one of these IPs from from Xbox, I expect one of the Nintendo IPs to come to Xbox. And okay, it, that's it fair. better be a big game, not some rinky dink stupid thing. No. Because I'm, I'm like, I'm just totally sick of the baloney, right? So yeah, okay. it's literally yeah. the first new IP we got this generation. It's a fantastic, highly critically acclaimed game. Like, I don't want to say that that's not an exclusive. I want that to continue to be an exclusive. And I'm, I'm really just annoyed. I, hopefully that comes across. I'm annoyed with this this whole thing. I hope it's just total bunk. I, I, I'm okay with it being like a Quake remake or something like that. Fine. Because that, right. that already exists everywhere. Good. All right, I don't care about that. But if you're talking taking the first freaking new IP that we get on this freaking you know platform, I, I'm just I'm annoyed. No, like no. we need to have exclusives, right? This was a really good win. It was a massive win. Developer direct drop, uh, drop uh, great game, highly acclaimed. Why do we have to lose it? Like, <sighs> so no, right, the so Banjo Kazooie thing. I'm I'm Unlikely. totally not on board. Okay. I think okay. it's going to be one of the Activision teams doing it. Like you said, Toys for Bob makes a lot of sense. I think that's where it's it's happening, and that'll yeah, come out from first party. I think that's how that's going to go. All right. So I want to, before I let you go, not actually off the show, just to, before I move <laughs> on to someone else. I, I I have another question for you because this 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 to <laughs> me is I think the answer is very easy. First of all, we got 800 people here, which is amazing. Uh, again, I think that we've handled this like absolute paraprofessionals. No one is screaming and ranting and raving. I appreciate uh, Hargeet coming in here and giving his passion because I'm right there with him. I'm right there with him with absolutely not. This cannot go anywhere. I'm sorry. It just can't. Here's my, my next question to you because I saw Jez Corden and I saw Tim Dog talking about this. As a matter of fact, they even saw Clobriel because there's a lot of tweets and I don't have the, we, ju we just don't have the time to get to every one of them. his sentiments i agree 100 percent. i met the dude he's a really nice guy i agree with clobril like that was very well done it Beautiful. was very well done. i agree i absolutely <laughs> agree here's here's um my question to you and again i i know the answer but i want you to be detailed because that's who you are hoggy something like this going somewhere else in my opinion and i believe it's going to be yours as well damaging damages the brand it damages the brand, but it doesn't just damage the brand for the, the 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 loyalists like us. It makes it damages the brand, and I think that there is no amount of money that you can throw at this to fix it if you damage your brand. We've been around 
in all of the good and bad times. And there's been a lot more bad times than there have been good. And we've stayed strong and we've stayed loyal. And every time Microsoft (laughs) makes a mistake, like I think that this could be right now, we come out and we talk about it and we put it out there on Front Street and we let them know we're not happy with this. I'm sorry. I love Nintendo. I have 80 games physical, folks. I have 41 games digital. I have 121 Switch games. You say, boom, how is that possible? I freaking buy everything. And it wouldn't matter. And you know what? I would probably buy this on Switch just to help with the cause because I love this game so much. But the truth of the matter is, is that this is special. Do you think this going over hurts the brand? A hundred percent. Because the, the whole the, that question, like Fuzzy was saying, what's next? Right. And w- at what point do you like you will always ask the question, is this game going to be exclusive? Is it timed exclusive? Is it coming to everything else? Because then what is the point of, of, of the Xbox console? And if you don't have exclusives, then you're not in this console business, right? Because for, look, the US market, yes, Xbox does okay. The rest of the world, Xbox is non-existent. To make it relevant, now is their chance. They have all these games. If they're going to make this questionable, then people are just going to say, oh, just wait, right? Look, two years from now, I think this is going to come to the console I already own. I don't have to worry about it, right? It's like, no, no. You have to be very clear. Your message has to be very clear. This is a first-party game. It's going to be exclusive. You want to play it? Buy a console or buy the Xbox console or play it on PC or cloud. They're happy with that. If you want to play it on a console, you're buying an Xbox. If that isn't the case, it's going to hurt the brand. And then it goes on, like Flowbrill was putting out, like, Hey, then third parties are going to say, well, you're only going to sell like 10 million to the next console because only enthusiasts will buy it. So why should I bother porting my game over to your console? Right. So all that third party support that they've been building up over the Xbox one through the Xbox series console generations suddenly just evaporates. Right. The Final Fantasy is coming. Nope. Sorry, not going to come because there's not enough consoles. We're not going to bother anymore. It's like, no, look. they have to have their brand. They have to have their console. They have to have a reason for people to come to the console. And it isn't just, oh, maybe there's like half the games available here. No, you have to have your games here exclusively. That's just the way it is. It's the game that is played in this in this field. So either you play that game or you don't. And if you start putting this doubt into people's minds that your games can very well be on any other platform in a couple of years, it's over. It's it's just over. There's just no point. You might as well just call it now your third party and then just let it go, right? You might put a console out there for the you know, 5, 10 million people will buy it and then the rest, people will just buy a PlayStation or a Nintendo or both and then they'll just play the games there because that's what's going to happen. So it 100% just damages the brand. Ori was one thing. It wasn't first party. It was second party, right? They owned the IP, but it was a third party studio making the game. They wanted to put it elsewhere. Same thing with Cuphead, which went everywhere, right? It was a timed exclusive. This is your first party studio. There's just no excuse. There is no excuse. I get it for Call of Duty. I get it for Minecraft. Those are special cases. Fair enough. Everything else? Nope. I don't want to hear it. It's got to be exclusive. Get off yeah. this stupid thing of games need to go everywhere and kumbaya. I don't you know, want to hear it. I, I do want to just address the chat for a second. There, there are a lot of people in your feelings over here, 
right? And I get it. You're 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 enthusiasts. This is just a rumor. Why are we talking about this? Why why are we wasting our valuable time? Because we're fans too. We might be podcasters, but why can't we have this conversation? I think I think we've all handled it very well. Uh, no no one is ranting. No one is throwing anyone. No one's banning anybody for having opinion. This you listen. You may or may not know who Nate the Hate is. The guy is a proven source. And the other person on Reset Era, again, is I don't even know how to pronounce it. A lot of L's, a lot of O's, a lot of I's, is apparently a pot, is, 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 is a good source. When you have Windows Central talking about it, not, not, not just, you know, like poo-pooing it, like Jess took the time to write a very excellent article. As a matter of fact, so did Xbox Era. People are talking about this because there are concerns. No one is just, no one is throwing Xbox to the side. No one is hashtag fire Phil, fire, fire, fire Sarah. No one has suggested that not even once. What we are simply saying, and I think we've been very fair here. Like I'm very surprised with some, so I, I won't name the names because I don't want anybody to bully anyone. Everyone is entitled to their opinion, but you know who you are. I got to be honest with you. I read the chat. And I read exactly what you're saying. Maybe I missed a few. But when I'm listening to Hargeet and everyone else, I'm not watching the screen. I This is my gameplay. I already played it. I'm reading the chat. And I got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed because I think that this is a conversation that we should have as Xbox fans. I don't know why you don't want to talk about it. It's a rumor. Yes, I said that in the opening. It is a rumor. But it is coming from two sources that get it more right than they get it wrong. And like I said, for context, I even brought Clobriel in. Clobriel wrote a rant that was six paragraphs in length that was spot on. Jez Corden took the time over the weekend when he's normally off to write an article. The Xbox era, great guys, great friends of this channel, took the time to not only do a video, but also do an article. This is important conversation. If you don't feel that way, then I, I don't even know what to say. I think that we have been pretty damn uh, uh, fair with our conversation. I am incredibly disappointed with several people in this chat. Now, I'm, I'm not banning anybody, but I mean, come on, folks. You don't think that this is worthy of a conversation? I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm a little taken back. I'm, I'm a little taken aback. But I want to continue this conversation. And if you don't want to be here, listen, I can't hold your hand. I'm not going to tell you to be here. But I think we've been very fair so far. And this is a relevant conversation because the community is talking about it. And that's what we do here. Wow. Like, really shocking. Uh, look yourselves in the mirror. That's all I'm going to say. And, and look at some of the things that you wrote. L a little disappointing. Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, let, let's get into this. Mm -hmm. Does a move like this ultimately, whether it's a rumor or it's not, hurt the overall brand image with its fans? I think it does. Um, unless there was like some guaranteed exchange program or something like that. I, I, I think the big thing is the doubt or the question that always comes up. And and sure, there's always going to be the the PlayStation nation that are always going to, you know, pick and, and purposely, you know, spark up these conversations just to kind of get a rise out of people. But 
it, it seems like where there's smoke, there's fire in a lot of cases. And like I said before, if, if the executives over at Xbox haven't spoke on this, like they have more recently when FUD starts to pop up, like remember, you know, Phil talked to Jez not too long ago about the whole third party thing, but by their definition, do they consider Nintendo third party? I don't know. And, and that's where, I mean, technically it should be considered being third party at that point, but, I, I I think there are certain ways they look at some things where they don't see necessarily the harm in the Nintendo Switch. They think of them as being in a different lane, let's say. Um, but it, it's weird to me while, you know, Xbox has been working on this handheld and they have the Xbox app mini, which is perfect for a handheld, like whether you got a ROG ally or you overwrite your Steam Deck with Windows you have something that makes it almost like an Xbox console as far as the, uh, the interface. So I, I, I think if this winds up being any semblance of truth, other than like, let's say Psychonauts 2, which I know some people have brought up, well, it's probably Psychonauts 2. I was under the impression Psychonauts 2 was already on everything else. I, I couldn't yes, be wrong it if, it, if it was, I don't think it, if came it wasn't to on Switch. Switch. I thought it was already yeah. on Switch. Nope. Yeah, I don't uh, think it only, came to Switch. It also didn't come to PS5. It came to 4. Yeah, right. now the yes, PS5 PS4. part, I, I totally understand because, well, they probably, I think at the time, weren't going to give, well, PlayStation wasn't going to give them a dev kit for, you know, that game. So they kind of hosed themselves out of getting that, that um, you know, copy for the PS5. But if they haven't already gotten Psychonauts 2, and it's Psychonauts 2, which that game was technically a multi-plat before, or it was started as a multi-plat, then that's fine. But somehow, some way, there seems to be some sort of breadcrumb trail that the Hi-Fi Rush deal is, you know, that there's something behind it. No Xbox execs are speaking up. We all remember the whole thing with Jeff Grubb saying it didn't meet, you know, expectations or something. And, you know, it's funny. They they were quick to talk about that, but they're not talking about this. So that that gives me a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't say concern, but it, it gives me a hint of where this is going. So when we do find out it's, you know, the case, then what, I guess. But I, I, I think if they're trying to focus on grabbing market share, if they're trying to focus on bringing people into the ecosystem, I don't quite think this is the right way to do it. Sure, you know, mind share helps. There's no doubt about that. Mindshare helps uh, with things, but I think an IP like this is not necessarily the the way to go. Like, and I I know some people have looked sideways at people when they said things like Sea of Thieves or Grounded would make a better example. Because to me, with it being a multiplayer type game, well, I mean that's that's a gas game. That yeah. that makes again, and I that's a great point. I actually had said that because I said, well. If Sea of Thieves goes, and let's say something like Grounded goes, mm-hmm. those are gas games. Yeah. You want other people playing it. I don't necessarily think I have a problem with either of those versus, again, folks, we're talking about how special this game is. It is unique. It is unlike, how many people did you hear say, wow, that looks like that should be on a PlayStation? <laughs> or this looks like a Nintendo game. And there's an Xbox game. And it's yeah. special, and it's special, and it's unique, and it's already available 
on every handheld you could possibly have, right? That you want, if you want whatever handheld you want to play it on, play it on your phone, you can do that. You can play it on your PC, you can play it on your console, your rag ally, whatever you want to play because it's in Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And what that's not enough, you they want more. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just weird to me. Um, but you know, executives are going to make their decisions according to some uh, group of numbers and. Hopefully it pays off in the end for them, but um, I I tend to think it would be different as as far as this was what we tried to get away from in the Xbox One generation. This is kind of what Xbox had to deal with with the whole Tomb Raider thing. Totally different scenario because it was more of like a timed exclusivity and it wasn't first party. But if if you can't even keep that messaging on track for the third party exclusives and you got these little rumors rumbling about your first party stuff, the best way to, you know, nip it in the bud is just to say, no, this is not going to happen. Like if it's not a multiplayer game, don't ever expect to see it elsewhere. If it's not, you know, something that already had a collection, let's say elsewhere, you know, things like maybe fallout, for example, although, I still kind of feel that that should stay, you know, exclusive moving forward because you didn't purchase them to, you know, still put stuff everywhere. Now, I understand the whole thing with Call of Duty, but they got 10 years to figure out if they want to make at least the single player portion uh, or the the campaign portion exclusive. But it it just feels like they're going to take one step forward and two steps back if they start taking things like this and putting them elsewhere because... It, it it equals it i actually look at it as worse than when it was uh you know same day and date for pc same day and date for pc made sense to me because it was like dual entitlement you could play it on your pc or you could play it on your console um if you had both um and it's within the same ecosystem but when it comes to a whole new ecosystem what's the sense of staying in this ecosystem if it's going to be elsewhere as well so I mean, some of us are fortunate enough to have multiple consoles or multiple brands of consoles, and and that's fine. But each one is known for its own, you know, group of exclusives. And I think this is worth one worthwhile keeping just that as an exclusive, because, like I said, you you want to nurture that brand as your own mascot moving forward. Sure, we have Crash. Sony didn't want to keep them, whatever. But Chai makes sense to keep as an exclusive and a mascot moving forward. Like one of the things that was weird to me is, you know, people talked about, Hey, like, like boom said, there should be a, you know, an anime, there should be plush toys. There should be all these things. And that's something that Xbox should get uh, better at as far as let's say marketing on, you know, the toy end of things, not that they need to have their own toy company, but you know, if we've seen anything where people buy additional controllers because they like to collect controllers and they'll buy, you know, certain, you know, uh, metal disc plates and things like that, as far as for their favorite titles, you know, having memorabilia for a game would make more sense. But if it's everywhere, it doesn't, I don't see it as making sense in the grand scheme of things, building that brand or brand recognition, but that's just my two cents. No, I mean, listen again, folks uh, understand where we are. I don't think we're overacting. It is a rumor, right? But I, th- I think that the best way to, uh, knock out a rumor is to hey listen we heard some things 
could have been anybody. It could have been Sarah. It could have been uh, it could have been Phil. Uh, it, it could have been Aaron. Come out to put a tweet out. Hey, listen, no, this is not happening. That's it. End of story. No conversation. We're not even having this podcast about that. We're probably talking about something else because at that point you're like, yeah, that, that was kind of a ridiculous rumor, but it's out there. And again, I whether you know Nate, whether you know the other guy from Reset Era, whether you believe Cloverfield or you don't, these are prominent people in the community. Maybe they're not community members that you you personally follow, but I think this is still worthy of a conversation because I think the same way we all came uh, crispy, the way we came, and you were there, you were part of it. When when Microsoft said they were going to raise gold to 120 bucks, what did we all do? We all came to a podcast and said, you know what, this is unacceptable behavior. This is this is crazy. How how, how are you going to do it to your fans? And what did they wind up doing? Within within like eight hours. They, they reversed course. They came out and said, you know what? It was our mistake, our bad. We're back in the back 60 bucks. It's staying where it is. I, 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 and, and I really believe that's what we're doing here. Now, we may be a little bit more animated, sure, because I still think that unless they're getting something unbelievable in return, this is an IP that, re- that is so special, and it's such a big win for Xbox as a brand. It really doesn't make any sense and i think going back to what hargeet said uh is that what it ultimately does if it does go is it's going to raise the question every time they release a game is that game going to playstation is that game going to switch why why can't xbox have nice things this is what i this is what i don't understand i get it's a rumor folks we totally get that crispy what what are what are your takes on this does a move like that ultimately hurt the brand no, it doesn't. Okay. You're going to listen. Okay. So let's look back. All right. Gears Tactics released on PC only for like a year. Right. And then it released on Xbox. Okay. Um, Flight Sim, same deal. We look at these things and we say, okay, we've already had Hi Fi Rush. This is a totally different realm. I, I was supposed to be. I, I'm a gear stan. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, tactics is not my jam. I, I'm not. I'm not in this top down. You know, um, uh, just making things happen the way you want to and having another another chance at it. No, I I play gears as gears. It was intended, in my opinion. Never, never said, hey, like screw this. Like this is horrible. Like I hate Xbox now. You guys are kind of making me like feel like, hey, I should hate this. And I don't. I really don't. I believe that Hi-Fi Rush has a niche in the product. And the product needs to have more eyes on it. People that are PlayStation fans or Nintendo fans don't get to look at Xbox games quite as much. Anytime you hear a PlayStation fan talk about what they have from Xbox... They talk about how it's Bethesda that started it and how all this and how, you know, they want Starfield, but they hate it so much that they have to, like, bring an entire discord together to go and and trash the game, whether it's on PC or anywhere, you know, Metacritic, whatever way. These are the type of people they hate it so much. They love it. Okay, (laughs) I, I I don't understand. How one, I mean, I get it. I get that you played through the game. 
the game never grabbed me. Okay. I played it for a very small period of time. And I said, this is not my jam. And that is me. Okay. But at the end of the day, I see that game and saying, well, that's right up Nintendo switch alley. And we already had it. And clearly from what Jeff Grubb said, we didn't support it quite as well as they would like. So if it's a critically acclaimed game, why not release it? Now, the other point is, is the multiplayer aspect. I mean, we've already all admitted that Switch doesn't really have that. So we're, we're not talking about Halo, which is free to play. We're talking about Hi-Fi Rush, which is a single player game, which is right up the Switch's alley. I get that you guys don't like it. I understand that. But the fact is, is this is not going to be significant by the end of the year. It's just not. It is going to be just another niche of Xbox being able to put their label on things that are outside of their realm. And we go and you go and say, hey, they're gonna you can play Xbox Game Pass on a Samsung TV, you can play it on your mobile phone. You could play it wherever you want, Rogue Ally, whatever it is, okay? Nintendo's not going to do that, and I think we've all established that. So how do you get the brand in there? You take a game that underperformed. Now, hypothetically, Game Pass, maybe you had enough downloads, and they saw the, the acclaim from it. People liked the game. But also you can see many people have said this belongs on Sony. This belongs on Nintendo. You know what I mean? I am with you. Don't give Sony anything. But if you get some Switch owners to say, you know what? That Series S, that's starting to get interesting to me. I'm an Xbox gamer. I don't care either way. That's the way it goes. They have gears. They have Halo, they have Forza. Three games in their own genres, because FPS versus third person. Mm -hmm. And then you have a racing game. And they are, bar none, some of the best you're ever going to play. If you don't play it, that's on you. I don't get it. I will never understand. And, and maybe you have something down the road that is equivalent. But until then, I haven't seen it. And... I'm playing on a Series X. I have two One Xs. We still use them because they're here and, and we have them. And I don't need a Series S. It, it, they still support all of the, the higher-end content. You could play on the One S if you really wanted to. I mean, th this is what they do, okay? But at the end of the day, like, Nintendo gamers don't experience graphical fidelity like we do. And you have to realize that. So let's say a Switch 2 comes out, and even though it's in graphics that we are, you know, like it's, it's you know, claymation type, you know, like pixelated type, you know, like just colors all over the, the Switch place. Switch 2 is going to beat the Series S. So it's I mean, I mean, and, and that's okay in Xbox. Oh, and by the way, have... Hi-Fi is being confirmed for PS5 as well. We've already it's heard rumors that they have something else down the road and i mean 
I've already heard that the PS5 Pro is not happening now. So I, I, I'm just saying, like the PS5 could be. It's not optimized for that. They don't. They weren't even willing to give the dev kits. They already said that in court documents. Well, They're not willing I, to do that. So, I mean, PlayStation is irrelevant. Nintendo has said nothing. And and that's where I go and say, like, look, what if the partnership is is that maybe like there's they could possibly do a game pass that you just don't know. Okay, like we're not in the boardroom. We don't understand. This is a rumor, but yeah. at the same time, I've had people call me a fake Xbox gamer and stuff. I laugh at you. Uh, I laugh that, at you ridiculous. hard because uh, because at the end of the day, what have I always said? I'm a gear stand, and I still didn't hate that the tactics was released on so, PC before it came to Xbox, and I really didn't care because I play gears the way I want to, and tactics would be more for the story, and that is it because that type of game I'm not into. I will play. Red Alert, Command and Conquer before that. I'm just saying. <laughs> what if Gear 6 launches on PlayStation? I don't care anymore. So, but and, and, and that's fine. That's cool. But that eliminates the need for the Xbox. Why, why would I get a PlayStation? My hand cramps when I play with the controller. <laughs> why would I do that? So you why, do one of, one of the. Well, why the, would the I have a four-hour battery people. life on a controller? I mean, I I actually look enough. at these things. I understand that there's a significance to what you're saying, but yep. my problem is is I've already experienced the latter, and the latter is better. The 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 gaming experience on Xbox compared to PlayStation is bar none. I can actually trust putting my credit card. On the Xbox. These are the things I look at. All valid points, except outside the the U.S., it has not resonated. And if you want to attract customers, you can't then say, it doesn't matter. Keep staying where you are, right? Because those players are happy with the PlayStation or Nintendo. They did not come to, to Xbox. We're not. How do you bring this? This is where I get what you're saying, Hargi. But if you want to be factual... These people don't have eyes on Xbox to begin with anyway. So why not put an IP that actually shows what Xbox can do that was within their realm? And that is something that I see from Hi-Fi Rush that we apparently didn't support quite as well as we should have. And that's also bunk, by the way, because it's all funded by, by Game Pass, right? Game Pass funds all their games. So it doesn't need to sell. It just needs to be funded by Game Pass. And Game Pass makes enough money to fund all their development. So so that's, again, it just doesn't it doesn't matter. Because that's well, how they were guys, real, real, real quick, just, just for, for the chat, we still got a ton of people here. Thank you so much for showing up. Super appreciate you hanging out. Uh, everyone is, again, very, very emotional. Uh, we hope that we, <laughs> we, we, we've delivered. But it's a good back and forth. I like it. But. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I, lo- I love the conversation. Ecstasies, who I, I I know personally, who is a leaker. That's what he does. He has massive connections, folks. He just tweeted something moments ago that is an even more head scratcher. And again, take it with a grain of salt, folks. This is this is this is. I know him. I know I, I know Ecstasies. Uh, he's been on the show. He's going to come back on the show. We talk in DMs all the time. He's a gentleman. He he's he's also a connected leaker 
He literally just tweeted this, folks. Uh, it seems that the insider, and again, it's a lot of L's, a lot of A's, and a lot of O's, uh, who confirmed the arrival of Hi-Fi Rush to other platforms gets even more wet. And, be, and beware, this is a surprise. According to their information, Hi-Fi Rush would be ported to PlayStation and not Nintendo Switch, as the first rumors have suggested. <laughs> so, again... Just take it with a grain of salt, folks. It's just now Nintendo switches out of the conversation, which that would have been the either easier pill to swallow. And now apparently uh, PlayStation is going to get it. And it's probably not going to get supported over there, which again, take it with a grain of salt. Again, this is uh, Idle Sloth just uh, retweeted this. He just tweeted it. He just DM'd me with it. Uh, Ecstasies uh, just DM'd me with it. So. Again, uh, you know, t- take it for what it's worth. And, and uh, look, I, I got se- I got. Hold on. Feels like a prank now. Six, seven, eight, right? Nine, Eleven, twelve DMs, and it's all of all of this. So people are talking about it. Like I said, I, I, I'm sorry that you folks were disappointed with this conversation. No one's losing faith in Xbox. I saw that. In fact, you know what? Let me catch up on the super chats because quite a quite a few of them. Uh, Review Scientology USA says this after dropping a two dollar super chat. Can't wait to play Xbox games on PlayStation. Hashtag Xbox third party. I don't think that's happening, but, you know, okay, fine. Uh, Ryu Art, a good friend of the program, drops a $2 super chat and says, any Xbox fan that sh- that ha- that shakes the faith at rumors are weak. And, and I agree. No one's, no one's faith is sh- shaken over this. I mean, it's just games. My faith is in a lot of other things. I don't, you know, I mean, companies are companies. Uh, my faith isn't shaken in Xbox my favorite brand which is why i have three shows out of the five that i do weekly dedicated to the brand i love xbox that that's my that's my choice uh my console of choice and like i said i think i'm right there uh, and so hargeet and obviously fuzzy as well that we're we're, we're kind of in line with clobriel i mean clobriel's talking about it <laughs> jess gordon's talking about it um obviously there are other people like tim dog tim dog's a very popular xbox guy and he's a little disappointed Again, this is just a rumor, but I mean, come on, folks. I, I think this was a great conversation to have today because why wouldn't we have? Everyone's talking about it. I thought I thought we should we should have that conversation today. Sorry if you were disappointed. Apologies uh, that was that you that you were disappointed in today's show. We're supposed to ignore like like you know having an intellectual conversation. I mean, come I on, right. you know what I mean? Like like seriously, like you know, me and Hargy just went at each other. We'd never do that. So you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like. This is a worthy conversation, and I think even Xbox might be having it right now. And by all means, like seriously, like you know, you could look at me and say, "Hey, he's he's being totally opposite." You know, he just cares about beer. That's That's okay. You know what I mean? Like that's okay. I bet you they are. By the way, I I I know that they're gonna look at all this stuff, right, and then weigh what this means to to the brand, right? So because that's what they do, right? So it's good to have these conversations. I think so. I, I really do. Uh, Highlander 001 does what he's been doing recently, and that's just be absolutely ridiculously generous. He gifted, folks, five double-barrel gaming memberships. That is crazy generous of you, brother. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Jay Rambrandt, generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, you know what I'm not a fan of? Nate the Hate, Giant Bomb, and other PlayStation clowns criticizing <laughs> Xbox fans because they knew... We were going to get upset with this. And I mean, 
I mean, I don't know. Are they clowning us? And do I really care if they do? I don't think I'm getting, quote unquote, upset. I think we're having a good conversation here of why it's important for Xbox to keep IP that like this. This is this is a special game, folks. It's special that it has a long tail. It's going to generate a sequel, right? They're, they're probably working on a sequel right now. There's probably going to have some trans uh, media uh, involved in this, meaning you're going to get a comic maybe. You, maybe you get a graphic novel. You're definitely going to get an anime, I would imagine, at some point. Are there going to be toys? I don't know. I'm not a marketing guy. But this game has everything you would want. And the most important thing, that I think shouldn't and can't be lost on this is that what console is this for? Is this a Nintendo game? Is this a PlayStation game? No, no, this is an Xbox game. And it's one of those, again, folks, bear with me as I do my small rant here. It is a game that you can build on, meaning that, okay, it's the tip of the spear for you, right? Now, maybe the tip of the spear for you is, is Starfield. Maybe for someone else, it's motorsport like Fuzzy. That's fine. But this is one of those games that maybe if you're not even into anime type of games, action games, this is what a game you put down and you start building your library that's ex that's ex exclusive to Xbox. And you put a Starfield there, right? And then you put a Motorsport. And under that, you put a, um, you know, whatever big game you want to put in there that's coming out this year, a Hellblade, an Avowed. And you start building this library that when people look over, very similar to what they do with Nintendo, they say, wow, Nintendo had an amazing 2023. Look at this. And then you go and you look at Sony. Now, Sony had a lot of really good back-to-back-to-back -back -back years. 2018, 2019, 2020, they had a lot of bangers there. They had a lot of highly rated games. Now, maybe they're not your games. I hear you on that. But they're definitely games that I appreciated. And I bought them. And they built this goodwill with the gaming media, with the community, about having these good games. Xbox is doing that right now. That's why I'm saying that this, even though it's a rumor and no one's suggesting it is going to go on PlayStation or Nintendo or both for that matter, it is a conversation that needs to be had because we think that it's important enough to have. I don't know. Um, Sir X-Men drops a very generous additional two dollars super chat and says i will take splatoon from nintendo and xbox splatoon is fun i play it all the time it's it's a, it's a lot of fun it, it really is it's a great multiplayer game go figure they actually made a multiplayer game better than anything sony's done in the last decade it's crazy uh chris uh chris 713 has been a channel member for nine months says after the bethesda deal didn't phil announce games may go to other platforms on a case-by-case -case basis Stop acting like the Hooved Brothers. <laughs> I, Chris, I, 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 I'm sorry that you feel that way, brother. I appreciate the generosity and the support of the channel. I don't really think that we're acting like Hooved Brothers or sisters, for that matter. I think we are having a pretty decent conversation here. Uh, Gen Gerald Mack has been a channel member for 26 months, says the same rules should apply to play, play Spider-Man. Uh, we had to buy a PlayStation if you want to play Hi-Fi Rush. Buy an F and Xbox, Graybeards. Hashtag Graybeards says Xbox World Order, and I agree. I, if you want to play an Xbox game, just play it on your – because, again, most PlayStation players have $5,000 rigs. You can play it there. I'm just saying. Right. Boom, I'm going to have to jump out. I have a meeting in a minute. So. Yeah, brother. Thank you so much <laughs> for popping in. Super appreciate it. catch you guys. It. See ya. 
Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, so let me let, let me get these last couple of super chats and we'll get everyone out of here. And uh, again, I'm sorry I disappointed you folks. Uh, I really am. I, th- I thought that this was going to be a great 90 minutes of conversation that we had uh, going off each other. And um, again, apologies that you were disappointed in the conversation. I really thought that this was worthy of that kind of conversation that an Xbox fan would want to have when one of your favorite IPs, which is this is one of my favorite IPs, is potentially going to be ported over to another console, which I don't think it deserves to. I'm, I'm just sorry. It just doesn't. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jones the Dad drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, fine with ABK backlog going to switch good partner. Um, I, I mean, I don't, even think that's, I don't even think that's going to happen. I mean, if it did, I would. some of the games have already probably been on Switch or on other platforms. Uh, Jax82 drops a very generous uh, $5 subject and says, if this is true about Hi-Fi, I'm not a fan. If not, why isn't anyone at Microsoft shutting this down? It makes no sense. Keep things exclusive, not multiplat. I mean, th- like I said, things like Call of Duty, multiplat. Makes sense. Makes a lot of money. Um, Sir X-Man drops an additional five, $2 super chat and says, uh, Hi-Fi Rush was also available on Steam day one. Yes, it was. Uh, Highlander 001 gifts another five Double Barrel Gaming memberships. Brother, that is crazy generous. Thank you for that. Um, uh, Mr. Too Opinionated said, how did Ori going to Switch benefit, benefit Xbox fans? It didn't. Uh, but again, that comes the way uh, of, you know, I mean, the the the... the, the the developer wanted it to happen. Microsoft said, yeah, sure, go ahead and do it. And I'm sure Microsoft made some money. I, did anyone really care? I didn't. Uh, I bought it. I bought it on Switch. I, I bought it on, on the Xbox. I, I double dipped. I do I do a lot of the, the double dipping when it comes to the Switch because it's my second favorite console. Uh, Lao Shimazaki drops the equivalent of a $10 Super Chat. Brother, thank you so much for the generosity. He says, boom, think of, I, think of this differently. This is the best chance for Hi-Fi Rush, oh, that chance Hi-Fi Rush has uh, into being transformed into a franchise. As long as it's only Switch, I'm okay with this. I mean, he does make sense. It, it would. I, I actually said this to, to Keosante and Everborn. I, would, I think that it would actually sell better on the Switch than it would actually on, on, the, on the Xbox, which is crazy to think about. Uh, God Emperor Sofa King, uh, who's been a channel member for eight months, says this. It starts at one, and then it goes to another. Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush right now, but then it can end up being hell, uh, Hellblade, hell, hell I think he meant to say. We should definitely not accept this. Uh, Mr. Sh- uh, Mr. Two Opinionated drops an additional $5 Super Chat and says, should Hellblade 2 go to PlayStation 5? It fits for them. Where's the line? You know what brings people to you? Exclusive content. And that's, that's the, I think, the real crux of the conversation is Microsoft is trying to bring people to Xbox Game Pass. The more exclusives that they have, the better chance that you're going to buy into that ecosystem. You're not going to buy into the ecosystem if everything is going, like, say, for instance, you're a PlayStation owner now, and you're going to, it's not going to happen, but you get Hellblade. Why would you buy an Xbox? And is, is, is Xbox really trying to do the Sony thing by get the one sale versus try to get you in their subscription service, which you get all of this value and all of this content to for $16.99 a month, but it's on Xbox or it's you know on Xbox for PC. See, that, that's, that's what Clover was talking can, about. Can I, just, 
Can I just say this? Sure. We have watched PlayStation stumble at this point in time. It, not before, right now. Right. Yes, they are selling a ton of consoles. Their IP has sold Ugas, as we yeah. like to call it. They, they, it, it hasn't sold. It, they haven't talked about it. This is where PlayStation might be having the same feelings that we're talking about right now with Xbox. I'm just saying. No, I mean it's it's listen again. It's we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about this. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alpha Bold Alpha Wolfpack says this after dropping a very five a generous five dollars super chat. Uh, add incentives. You make Game Pass twenty percent cheaper on console sub for six months, and you get one month free. All other platform price included year round. I mean that's that's definitely an idea for sure. Uh, the Kevy Bear says this after dropping a two dollar super chat. Jeff Grubb, who has now entered the ring, says that Sea of Thieves to PlayStation Five and Switch. So that's what it is. It's not High Fry Rush. Apparently, it's Sea of Thieves, and that's from Jeff Grubb. Um, okay, I mean it, the the rumors are going to keep swirling until someone from Xbox says something. Uh, Whole Green Bread, welcome to the program, brother. He drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, didn't Phil say that ZeniMax was case-by-case? Case? This, this may be one of those case-by-case case scenarios since Tango is owned by ZeniMax. I mean, yeah, I guess it is a case-by-case case if it's true. Well, again, right now it's a rumor. We will, we will soon see. We also have here Cheap Skink drops a generous 10 Dollar Super Chat and says, bigger issue for me is Bethesda Games in Game Pass going, being so locked down, uh, script extender doesn't work locking games, uh, locking Game Pass players out of major mods uh, like Fallout London, but it works fine for Steam or Game uh, GOG. Um, I, I, that's interesting. I didn't even know that. I thought that if that that mod did come, it would be at least available on Xbox. Game Pass for PC. Um, I, I didn't even know that was an issue, brother. Uh, LeBurn98 drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, the Xbox official Twitter account posted something interesting 30 minutes ago. I didn't get any DM, DMs on it. Obviously, we're at the end of the show. We'll probably have, you know, we'll, we'll probably get some more information by the end of the day, and we'll see what we, we cover tomorrow on the Xbox Factor podcast. Thanks so much for the info, LeBurn98. Uh, and of course, the generosity. Torino Johnson uh, drops a very generous two dollars. That says, "Give a mouse a cookie, he'll want a f- uh, he'll uh, okay. Give a mouse a cookie, he'll want a glass of milk." <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a good point. Uh, Gamer by choice, generous ten dollars. Super chat says, "I agree, Crispy. I play Xbox because I'm a gamer by choice. I choose Xbox as long as it survives. Do exclusives matter? Yes." But Xbox is trying something new. We'll see if it works. Great discourse. Brother, thank you so much for the generosity. Of course. There you go. Salute to you, brother. Again, we're all not going to agree, and we shouldn't agree. That's why we're having this conversation. But let's get to the outros, folks. We're 96 minutes in. Again, apologies if you didn't dig the discourse that we were having. I thought that this was going to be a really good time because we were going to give our, 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 our pointed opinions you know, and, and, and be – gamers right again i i thought that was going to be a good, good conversation if you didn't enjoy it again apologies for that i thought it was worthy uh let's get everyone out of here fuzzy belvedere uh sell your brand brother talk about the best place for
for anything and everything when it comes to the racing genre on your YouTube channel. And more importantly, where could people reach out to you on social media? Just want to thank you for having me on. And yes, while this was a, a bit of a heated conversation, it's it's one that had to happen. Uh, thanks for everybody that came here and, uh, you know, interacted with us in the chat. Greatly appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to check us out. Don't forget, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, for those that want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter or the app formerly known as Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me on FSP later on tonight on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then right back here Friday morning for Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Looking forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks again. Yep, it's going to be a good conversation for the remainder of the week. We have four other shows, folks. Again, if you are finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. And again, we only celebrate Xbox. Today was not much of a... I don't think today was a celebration. I think today was a lot of questions being asked and... Again, so, uh, I, I, I'm just, I, I'm just sorry that you guys and gals didn't think that it was worthy of a conversation. Uh, Crispy Bomb, let's get your hot take and get you on out of here, brother. Sell the brand. Where can people find you on social media? What else you got going on? I mean, it, it was worthy of a conversation. I mean, I no right or wrong I answer. Feel, I feel, I, I feel different, you know, in a way. I mean, I. I mean, Hargeet was actually yelling like me, which I was like, mm-hmm. Really? Like, <laughs> yes, he, he, was, he, was, he was very pointed. And, and, he did and, a Hargeet rant, which we, a- we don't see very often. Um, the, the one thing I'll say is, is if you want to continue the conversation until I go to sleep, because, you know, I've been up since like 1 a.m. Um, at Chris Baum on Twitter, Chris Baum 28 Xbox Live. Maybe I'll play some games. I don't know. I mean, life is hard right now. I'm just saying snow. I hate snow. Um, and, and of course, you can find me here, wherever I show up. Mr. Boomstick exclusive, my friends. And yes, I will be there Friday morning, 10 a.m. Breakfast to Boom. And I hope we have some clarification. That would be wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we will. I'm sure Xbox is listening. They do. That's what they do. That's what we love Xbox for. Of course, they're executives. They, they interact with us. And I would imagine that we're going to have some more more clarification as to what exactly they're doing. Uh, because, you know, people like Tim Dog and like Clobriel and uh, Idle Sloth and, 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 and Jeff Grubb and, and myself and, of course, Jez Corden and the rest of our, everybody in the community, we're all talking about this. So we all kind of want to know what's going on. And I think it's only fair. No one's demanding anything. But look, at the end of the day, folks, we appreciate that you came here to hang out with us. We didn't agree on a lot of things today, and that's perfectly fine. Nobody's banned. Have your opinion. Even if you – I saw some kind of insulting things. Calling no one out. If you don't trust me as a podcaster because I was was pointed, then I don't know what else to say. Uh, You've been following me, hopefully, for years, and I think I was as clear as day today – I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pull any punches. I didn't take any cheap shots at anybody. I didn't call anybody out. I have a different opinion of yours than yours, and that is absolutely okay. You can have your opinion. Just some of the things that were said that accused me of being a pony. Like, come on, guys. Like for real. That's why I was disappointed. Not so much because you have a different opinion. I mean, you follow the channel for a reason. I think I'm as, as transparent as a podcaster as there is in the entire uh, YouTube 
And I'm, I'm very proud to stand by that. You get what you get. No surprises. I don't take sides. I give you my opinion. And if you don't agree, that's okay. We can have a discourse. But to start calling names, man, that, that that's not cool. But with that said, again, thank you for being here. Super appreciate the conversation. Of course, I'm going to close out the show with something. I mean, before I do that, big thank you to all of the Super Chats. There's quite a bit of them. A lot of new channel members. Again, uh, thank you so much for the support. And, th- and that support goes in the way of giving back to the community, which me and Mrs. Boom continue to do. And we have a lot of big giveaways planned for this year as we did in 2023. But big thank you for that support. And before we get out of here, folks, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.